Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast. Where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. Welcome to another great episode. We, we have another great one for you this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, before we started recording, I did something stupid. Okay, well, what did you do? <laughs> well, uh, I decided that, you know, just to, to like perk up a little bit, that I was going to put on some peppermint essential oil. Which wasn't such a bad idea, but I put it under my nose. Oh, so I can kind of smell it over here. I, I smell yeah, something I, a little bit. Yeah, little I fresh. smell like a giant walking candy cane. But <laughs> like it is, it was dripped into my mouth. All of a sudden, I was tasting like candy cane, and then it also is all the way up, like causing fires up through my nasal passage. I had to bring a Kleenex in in here, <laughs> and like so, if you hear me sniffling, hashtag essential that's oil fail. Yeah, it was a fail. <laughs> Definitely a fail. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. Just put peppermint straight in your nose. Okay. Well, under my nose, All but right. it happened so to just, So, if you're just, like... Yeah, light fires. If you're, like, stuff. crying uh, here throughout, it's be- if your eyes just start watering, it's because the peppermint is just in your nasal cavity, just burning. I have, So, like, don't stick uh, candy canes up your nose then, I guess, right? <laughs> Definitely. That's the moral of the I have, like a, like, a mustache. A mustache. I like the way I said that. So, very, like... I don't know. I'm dapper, but I have like a mustache of burning peppermint on my upper lip. Okay. Okay. So going into to Disney news this week, um, have a couple of things. So one thing I, I saw, it was cable TV, cable TV.com did this study and I thought this was pretty interesting. So they took the top 25 classic Disney movies. So this is running from, Kind of the beginning of Disney animation. I like the begizney. You were going with the word begizney. Yeah, but I like it. So running from running from uh, the beginning of Disney animation all the way through the period that they're calling the Disney Renaissance, which ends in 1999. So some of the movies include Snow White, the first one. Snow White, the original movies, Pinocchio, Bambi. Uh, going all the way through 101 Dalmatians, the original one in 1961, up through The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, and then the Disney Renaissance, you have Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, Lion King, etc. And it ends in 1999 with Tarzan. So they went through... You'll be in my heart. <laughs> thanks, Bill Collins. So... <laughs> Hashtag thanks, Bill Collins. So, so they took the top 25 movies, and then they used kind of Google trends and analytics to determine based on name recognition, favor, favorability, um, kind of any, any other sort of positive trending metrics to determine what was the top movie in each state. Interesting. But I do have a question. If I Googled and I don't feel this way, but like, why does, um, Pinocchio suck so bad? They could see that as I'm well, Googling said, they're, they're looking for positive, though. Oh, okay, they're looking okay. for favorable okay. searches. And I, again, and, I don't feel social, that way. Yeah, it was just, and uh, social media and things like that. Yeah, so it's not looking at like negative trends. It's not not looking why why is The Lion King the worst movie in the world? It's it's things about mm-hmm. positive. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's not looking for that. So, But I thought the results were pretty interesting. So speaking of The Lion King, that's actually the number one movie in the United States. And There's, obviously all those people have great taste. Yeah. So 17 states picked The Lion King 
Nice. Tell kind of me, number one tell me, well, ours is is one. Of I them. guess, I guess the states didn't pick it, but like I said, it's off, off the trends. So Pennsylvania do, does have the Lion King represent. Their top, that's their top. <laughs> that's their top one. That's actually Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's state song. I don't know. This is a little known fact about Pennsylvania. Is actually Circle of Life. Did you know that? And our state sure, animal is sure. the lion. Well, <laughs> yes, because they're. If I think of Pennsylvania, I think of lions. I think hundred percent. I think it's the white-tailed deer for real, though. Yeah. So it? Bambi. So we should Bambi? have Bambi. But yep. but actually, um, so so some of the other interesting ones. Speaking of Bambi, Alaska had Bambi as their number one. So it kind of makes sense. They're out in the wilderness, mm-hmm. you know, sort of nature. But overall, sort of nature. Yes, definitely sort nature. Of na- you know, it's kind of nature, kind of not nature. But <laughs> but overall. Movies with animals as the protagonists were, by and large, the favorite. So thirty. Take note, Disney. Make more animal featuring movies. Yeah. So thirty-eight states, over half, uh, had a movie that was led by an animal protagonist. And again, seventeen of those were The Lion King. Um, something else that's interesting is, as part of their kind of research, they showed you know they were trying to explain some of the answers. But Vermont had 101 Dalmatians. So this is the original one from 1961. Mm-hmm. And the little stat they had on there is that 71% of households in Vermont actually own a pet. So it kind of makes sense that they would like 101 Dalmatians. Definitely. But interestingly, though, they, they add that Vermont has more cat-owning households than dogs. So it's huh. interesting that they didn't pick, like, the Aristocats or... Um, you know, something like that. I think the Aristocats was was one of the options. Should check. be. It was in that, like, time period. Unless, for some reason, they decided they didn't want to put that on there. No, it was, yeah, it was definitely in there. So, yeah, yeah. so interestingly enough, they didn't pick that. And kind of funny, their anecdote for New Mexico. New Mexico picked Alice in Wonderland. And they actually said that that's the only state in the United States where you can legally grow psychedelic mushrooms (laughs) i feel like in order to enjoy that movie thoroughly like i love the live action version but the i think that the animated one it's creepy so i feel like if you were on shrooms though that movie would be much better (laughs) not condoning that at all yeah definitely not but i don't know not 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 a fan of the original one too much yeah so but yeah i thought that was interesting and then utah which is the youngest state, the youngest average population in the United States, mm. actually had a 14-way tie. What? For, How is that even possible? For its top movie. No other state had a tie, but Utah had a 14-way tie. I'm trying to think of something that that says about Utah, but I well, can't. Well, I think probably because it's the youngest population. And if you look at it, I, I mean, if you look at these movies, I think the Disney Renaissance era is probably has the most popular movies you have little mermaid beauty and the beast aladdin lion king pocahontas hunchback of notre dame hercules mulan and tarzan so i could see if you have a a younger skewing population that you grew up on all of those movies and so it's kind of like how do you pick a favorite one of those Um, you kind of love them all we i mean we grew up during the renaissance and i have a very clear favorite i know i know you love the liking but but yes you do but then somebody else in your again it's not one person voting it's kind of overall trends you mean not everybody has the same opinion as me 
no, not quite, not quite. So, <laughs> but I, I, I found that, you know, it's a, it was a pretty kind of neat study that they did. And again, it, it ends in 1999. So you don't get any of the newer Disney animation movies. And I think they probably did that because if they had the newer ones, like Frozen would just be every state oh, or Zootopia, yeah. you know, that those would dominate the classic. I've heard mixed classic. reviews on people who've seen Zootopia. I loved it, but I've heard a lot of people who say that they didn't really care for it too much. But so this is what what was the website again that you said that did this? It was cabletv.com. So they kind of is, is that an ABC affiliate? Are they trying to figure out what movies they should be showing more on their channels? Or I just I I feel like there has to be some sort of consumerism reason why they did this study. No, I think this is just a site that just kind of does studies like this. Oh, okay. And they just happen to happen to do one. Oh, so cool. then the other piece of Disney news, the Avengers Infinity War Blu-ray uh, 4K HD movie uh, digital download is now out. I had my copy the day it was released. So nice in 4k of course that means i have my copy as well (laughs) digital download i must say i'm a little a little disappointed in the extras i think it's a little bit light on extras of like some more behind the scenes and and making of type documentaries you've been watching them a lot yeah but they're they're, like walk out of the room for two seconds and you're watching they're pretty short though they're all like five or ten minutes it's not any sort of feature length thing i have to imagine because they filmed this avengers and the next one kind of all together that they probably had a hard time deciphering behind the scenes footage to show. And Uh so they didn't want to show too much because it might give accidentally something away for the next one. Yeah. I have to have to imagine the next one since it's kind of ending, you know, this whole phase of the Marvel cinematic universe and then kind of launching on the next one. There'll probably be some good wrap up um, at that point. I have to imagine that they had to have had some really good Tom Holland extras though because you you went i think you've told you said this before i think on the podcast that he didn't know who he was with they didn't because he he's been well that's what he said i I was gonna say i mean in some of the extras i saw him he's definitely with other actors so i think he may have exaggerated that a little bit but he did say that and they did mention that when you have this many stars to try to schedule them all together can be very difficult so a lot of people did shoot their scenes by themselves and then Later on, they put them together. Yeah, they added them together. So it was interesting. But kind of with this, you know, I wanted to ask you, I thought this would be an interesting topic. Captain America, beard or no beard? Because he doesn't have a beard in any of the other movies, but he has a beard in this movie. And I know whenever the first trailer came out and he had the beard that, you know, a lot of the, a lot of people really liked it and and, kind of went a little crazy over it. So I thought, you know, hey, I, you know, I think this would be a good topic. We were kind of discussing it a little bit. You're like, oh, that'd be a good topic. I think we'll agree on this because I think, I, I think there's clearly one correct answer on this. I, so, I agree. I so agree. on, I say on three, we give our choice beard or no beard. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Beard. No beard. How do you say no beard? You know my preference, right? I mean, why can't you shave your yeah, face? Yeah, you love, you love beards. I love men with facial hair and beards, but like I'm looking at a picture right now, and if you have Chris Evans' bone structure on your face, 
You not cover that up with a beard. He has a very nice jawline, and he just it's obscured by that beard. Yeah. He's got too Captain much going America. on. You have he Captain has America great facial beard. features, excellent hair, and then the beard just is like over the top. You're it's crazy. Too much. You're crazy. Too much. Captain when he America. came out with that beard, I was like, ooh, no. Captain America with the beard is is my Captain America. Nah, nah. Yes. Nah. I mailed Chris Evans like at least 30 razors. <laughs> I was like not happy with this. Well, I think you'll be happy because I think in the next one he shaves it off. Good. I think he's beardless again. He's back to his clean shaven ways. Good. Yeah, I would not buy. Unless Cap- that's just time travel. I would not buy Captain America beard oil for you. Not, not a fan. <laughs> God, I love my Captain America with a beard though. Nah. <laughs> All right. So our uh, our main topic of the day is I found this article on the odysseyonline.com and it is the top 10 signs uh, that you know you're a Disney addict. Oh. So I thought we Nine could, out of 10. 10 thought, out of 10. I thought we could go through them, um, kind of say, you know, if we think we've, we've fallen them or not, you know, kind of count and then you know, you listening along, see how many you fall into, and we'll kind of figure out how big of Disney addicts we all are. Sweet. I have to I have to keep track of how many of these I have on my phone. All right. Got to keep a tally. Okay. So, and, and we'll link to this in the show notes. So if you want to look at this later or share it with your friends or anything, you can do that. So the first one is, you know the prime times to jump in line for rides. <laughs> hmm. I would say, I mean, we're not in Disney parks enough to know that. But if we were, if we lived closer, I'd say we would probably definitely qualify for this. I bet you do. I would say this one, uh, this one is definitely a good sign if you're a Disney theme park addict. So I don't think this is Disney in general, but. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. We just don't live close enough. Like, right. But if we did, I mean, I know that a lot of times if you go first thing in the morning, the rides, the lines are pretty short. And a lot of times during the shows, they're pretty short. Oh, oh, There you oh, go. Oh, it sounds oh. like you know it. It oh. sounds like you know it. I was oh. going to say, the example, the example the article gave is you love the parades, but you know that's the best time to go. Oh, no. And see, so I think, I think you nailed that one. I think you got that <laughs> one covered. I will say, reading this, I don't know that I would say, hey, I know the best time to go. But I do have a good feel for what's a good wait time for a ride. So if if you're going around and you see Space Mountain is... Says says the guy who, like, in Pennsylvania will sit and check the ride, like, the wait times. You have to check those wait times. If I have a trip coming up... We're not going anytime soon and you will be checking the wait times. I'll check them. But... So yeah, I mean, you kind of know. Hey, if Space Mountain's twenty thirty minutes, you know that's you got to jump that's on good. that. Yeah. So you know, a rookie would be like, ah, oh, I don't know, and then they would wait, and then they're an hour and a half in. You don't want to wait that long. Oh no. So I, I think I have a I think I have a decent feel for what a good wait time is that you kind of have to jump on or not. But I think you definitely. I mean, your response <laughs> now. So I, I think you probably have Our that rainy one day down. is usually a pretty good time to go to. Sometimes, like. California, it's a rainy all, Calif- okay. California, yeah. Rainy days, it, it tends to clear out. But the inside rides are a lot of times a little more crowded. In Disney World, it rains basically every day in Florida for an hour. So people just put their ponchos on, wait the storm out for an hour, and then they're back in it. So it doesn't really impact it as much, I whereas have, California doesn't really I have do no that. recollection of ever us ever being in Disney and having it rain on us. Oh, yeah, it's definitely... It's, and that's the thing. Or like, because it's not so hard, quick. at least. No, yeah, it's... In Florida, you get three o'clock, 
it rains. By four, it's sunny again and you're good. So it doesn't really impact your day yeah. that much. So Makes sense. All right, so we want to say we got a yes for that one? Yeah, I think I got a okay. yes for number All one. Right. So the second one, I, I know this for sure. So what does Epcot stand for? So I think Wait. this is definitely, Wait. you know, somebody that is more a fan, you know, a casual Disney fan may not know this. Oh. This is definitely someone that Hang is on. a Disney addict. Epcot. So do you know this? Um, I know it, so. Envi- I'm going to make this up, so I'm probably so wrong. Environmental... Project... Wait, Ep- People Pro- are screaming at you project- right now. How do you not know this? Environmental can, project. Can, no, candor no. of tomorrow. I know that the OT stands for of tomorrow. Of tomorrow, you got it. But environmental project, <laughs> candor of tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I just picked a C word. Okay, that's hey. <laughs> uh, and it sounds good, but it's wrong. It experimental, experimental. Uh, yes, all right. Experimental. experimental wait, okay. Uh, Penelope. Experimental Penelope. Okay. And what we, what's what's our new C term? Um, crocodile. Experimental Penelope Crocodile tomorrow. That was that was actually closer. You got more words right there that we time. Go. So, See? so Epcot for those of you that, that don't know is Experimental Prototype Community of uh, Tomorrow. I, I should have gotten the C. So I and, wouldn't have gotten the P. And what it what it comes from is the original Epcot was supposed to be a community. Right. So it was it was supposed to be a city. It was Walt's idea to kind of build the perfect city and the idea was you know there would be all your trash would go underneath kind of like how they do at the park. I mean, there's no mm. trash above. It's kind of all underground. Um I think there was talk of building a dome so the weather would always be perfect. And the idea was you would sign up to live there for only like a, a certain number of years and that like other people could come visit and almost like watch you living in the town. So it was like Like the Truman show? Well, not necessarily, but it but because it was an experimental community, it was like you you had to sign up and get selected to live there. It was like a year or two rotation, but it was under the knowledge that hey, other people were going to come see how this town worked and to kind of see how everything worked and then take it back to their town. I so was going to say it's, it's almost like um like a training sort of you, exactly. you live yeah. there and then you're the idea would be that it would spread right like the little mini utopias but the the whole idea of building an actual town got scrapped and they kind of took that name and somewhere the idea of innovation and technology and then put it into epcot the park right. so that's why it's the you know experimental prototype community of tomorrow the park's not a experimental prototype of anything but it's kind of taking that isn't there um, another town in Florida yeah. that kind of ran with that idea a little bit? Isn't that? I thought that Celebration was. Well, something. Celebration is kind of yeah. It's like a Disney town. I think Dis- Disney is involved in that in some way, but it's not. It's not. It's not Epcot. What Epcot's yeah, supposed yeah, to be. yeah, it's not what Epcot's okay. supposed to be. So. All right. I'd so, be interested to know more about Celebration Florida. So if you live there or you know somebody lives there, let us know. Write about it. We'll tell us about definitely, it. Definitely, definitely. So number three. You are your own tour guide. So I am definitely my own tour guide. Yeah. I know I know the parks where things are at. So I can definitely navigate. I don't need maps or anything to find my way. So. Um, you are my tour guide. So 
I don't ever have to pay attention to directions or anything anywhere we go. When you're not around, then I my my brain magically turns on. But if you're there, so yeah, do you think you know. could be your own tour guide? Probably not. Mm, not without no. me. If you're on your. I mean, I'd be using a map or my yeah, phone, well, but I don't. I don't know if I could. You're doing very poor on this. I'm Disney not thing. doing as. Well I'm gonna have to find a good new I co-host. You might have to. We're gonna, next week, this is gonna be Angela's last week. Um, oh, so unless unless sorry, she can guys. pick it up, we're three in. You're you were solid on one, and that's about it. So we're, yeah. we'll keep it moving. All right. So the next one, hidden Mickey's have nothing on you. Now this is one area I am not great in. I feel like these are all slanted toward the parks, and we have we're not we're we don't well. Go to these parks these first few these first few are the yeah. are the parks. It definitely is a is a mix, but I I feel like if you go to the parks a lot more than we do, well, then I don't think so. No, I don't. More, I don't but... think you need to go to the parks to be good at this stuff. I mean, if you're a Disney addict, you're going to research hidden Mickey's and all this stuff you no are, matter what. You so, are, but, but when I, I'm in the parks, I'm so busy looking at all kinds of other things. I mean, every now and then I'll be like, oh, there are hidden Mickey's I should be looking for, but... Yeah, I was going to say, this is one area I've never really gotten into too much of of looking up where the hidden Mickey's are. I know, I mean, I've seen kind of the big ones, so when you're on the monorail down in Walt Disney World, you can see... I think it's on your way to the Magic Kingdom. You can see the solar panels in the shape of mickey mouse now that, that's kind of a huge one so i mean it's hidden but to an extent but it's a pretty easy one to see but yeah i know i mean there's thousands of them yeah throughout the parks i've seen um, some people on instagram post pictures of their favorites and it is pretty cool yeah and i, I think and this is something i think i would like to look into more because like i said it's definitely something i don't know a lot about i think that would probably be a good show as well of you know, were some of the different hidden Mickeys and, and kind of how that works uh, or something like that. But yeah, so I think this is definitely one that we don't, we can't say that um, we're very good at at all. No, but I mean, there's a pretty nice little hashtag, hashtag hidden Mickey, that you can find some, find some, uh, find some of them on there. So, all right. So number five is that you quote lines from Disney movies as an everyday occurrence. Um, yeah. So I would say, yeah, you do this more than me. And probably, and and probably Lion King. Um, well, Moana lately, but between Lion (laughs) King and and Moana, you're definitely quoting these a lot. Definitely. I will say if this, if this question was, you quote Hamilton lyrics in your everyday life, I, uh, I, (laughs) 100% (laughs) behind that. I probably have accidentally quoted hamilton lyrics on the podcast before so if you're a fan of hamilton uh, definitely keep listening because i yeah. at this point i say them unconsciously and i don't even like i don't even realize i'm doing it but i am and then every now and then i'll catch myself saying one so joe ha- talks in his sleep and sometimes he he just quotes hamilton in his sleep yeah I mean, it's it's great but yeah as far as disney movies go i mean unless we're talking like marvel or star wars or something uh, I I probably quote those, but not really the kind of classic Disney movies or anything. Yeah, I mean, there's some appropriate ones from Star Wars though. Like as a teacher, do or what is it? Do or do not. There is no try. Yeah, I feel like that's, every, that's I, a great. I feel like everybody quotes that one though. So, True, but I, I'm. And I don't know that you know it's not like an everyday thing, and yeah, I don't know that I would count that. But yeah, I'm definitely not. You you definitely are more quote the movies more than I do. So. 
I do. I'll give, give you that one. So, all right. So we're halfway through. I have I have three, and you have two. Yep. So not 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 too bad. So, all right. Now this one is number six. Is definitely me, a hundred percent. So every time you go to an airport, you wish the Magic Express was there to take you home. <laughs> and I will say, ever since Disney got the Magic Express, so the first time we went to Walt Disney World maybe five years ago, so that was the first time I've kind of gone as an adult. They had the Magical Express, and Wait, is it magical or magic? It's Magical Express, and it it was magical, and I loved it. You didn't have to worry about your bags. They pick you up from the airport. They take you right to your hotel. They pick you up from your hotel, take you back. Like you don't have to worry about your luggage or anything. And I was like, my life was ruined after that. Because <laughs> now when I go to the airport. Hashtag thanks Disney. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> now when I go to the airport and I have to go get my own luggage and find my own transportation, I have to, if I have to go get a rental car or, or an Uber or something like that to kind of schedule all of that and figure out what time do I have to leave the hotel to get to the airport in time. And then I got to go check my bags in. I need to figure that out. Then I need to go pick my bags up. Or even when I come home from Disney and I have to go get my bags from the, from the baggage claim at my mm-hmm. own airport. I'm like, why can't there be a magic, and then if you ex- wait magical for, express here? And if you wait for an hour and your bags never come out. And then right. You exactly. They lost yeah. Them. Yeah. We lost them. They've lost, yeah. We had our, we've had our bags lost before, but I, a hundred percent and behind this that yeah, yeah i wish i could have the magical express everywhere i like the magical express and of course it, it's great to have your luggage transported for you but i'm like a child so whenever i get off of the airplane if there's a line to get to the magical express i get upset i the, the oh, lo- it takes too long to get from the airport to disney they need to build like something faster man because i that's am... not the magical express's it's fault not, though that's physics's fault i like feel like i want to enjoy it so there's much a speed there's a speed well, limit it's very well done but i'm always just like oh my gosh this bus ride is taking but forever. you get to watch those get you get to watch the videos they give you behind the scenes and tell they're, you fun stuff to do in the they parks were made in, like the 90s and haven't been no <laughs> no they're new because they definitely have Seven Dwarves uh, mine car ride on there. They have Frozen. They definitely talk about all this stuff. So they, they give you fun planning things to do. They show you some fun cartoons you didn't see before. I don't know how you think. Yeah, I mean, it takes long just because Disney's not close to the airport. But that's not their fault. They keep you entertained. It's great. The Disney magic starts the minute you step off the plane in Orlando. It's incredible. That was one of the things I didn't like about Disneyland was that there was no Magical Express. Yeah, I don't have that feeling, but that we had to. <laughs> you are you are not. I'm I'm failing a yes, little bit. You're I'm, not, I'm def- hey, I have good news though. Well. Good news. What's the good news? My my fire mustache has has finally been put out. <laughs> Great, you know, not not sniffing peppermint over there anymore. Okay. All right. So number seven, and this is a little bit interesting that they have this on the list of top 10 signs that you're a Disney addict is that you don't have a specific favorite Disney character. What? So, and they, and they kind of then go on to say it's, it's too hard to just pick one. I would say if you're a Disney addict, I could see that, that you love everything so much that you just, you can't say, you know what? Simba's the best over everybody else or, 
Genie's the best over everybody else or Maui's the best over everybody else. I can kind of see that, that you love them all so much, <laughs> so equally that you just can't pick one. But I will say, if you are a Disney addict, though, I think you could have very strong feelings about one. Yeah, I I, I think that this one, I mean, there's so many good characters. I think whenever we picked our favorites, we did struggle, and I still argue with myself about my ranking. So I, I think I'm, I'm going to give this one to myself. Yeah, and I will say, yeah, I don't know that I have a clear, a clear favorite. Yeah, above them all. So I can kind of see that. But again, I will say that there are a lot of you know Disney fans that do have a clear-cut favorite. And you know that because they have them tattooed. They have a tattoo of them on them somewhere. And so I think if you love a character that much that you get it tattooed on you, then that's fine that you don't have a that you have a favorite character. So I think that's kind of what supersedes the role. So you're a Disney addict if you just can't pick one, but if you love one so much that you're willing to permanently put that a picture of that character on your body, and I think you get two points for that one. So I think well, you could potentially get an but, 11 but, out of 10. But the thing is, though, if you can only pick, if you can just pick one to get tattooed, you're not dedicated enough. You need a whole sleeve. You need every Disney character ever made. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get... Just a sleeve of of all the Disney. That characters. would be cute if you got a tattoo. I would like that. No, just a no, a sleeve of them, just <laughs> covered in Disney. No, 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 wait, like what the ones the little kids wear, like that kind of sleeve. <laughs> covered in Disney, and then every time they come out with a new Disney character, I just have to keep adding, and then pretty soon I'll just be covered in Disney tattoos. Okay, I think I'm that, that I I no. Uh, a little body modification. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I would never do that. So gonna, I don't know if that means I lose a point or not, but if that does mean I lose a point, I will take that. By the I way, this is probably a good time for me to tell you that I'm 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 getting uh that you I'm, have a Disney tattoo that I didn't know about. <laughs> yeah, you've never seen it. No, so, I, I'm I'm getting one. I'm gonna get one tattooed on me. <laughs> what character are you getting tattooed on you? Um, I didn't think that far ahead. All right, joke. so I caught you in that lie. Okay, so I'm gonna get mo- I'm gonna get on. hey hey on my forearm. That's a great one. Nothing <laughs> says like. You know, I'm sophisticated, like having a chicken on your arm. Yeah, hey, hey, the you know helpless chicken, but helpless, uh, right. not helpless. Help! There we go, quoting Hamilton. Helpless. So, number eight, you know the monorail monologue, even in Spanish. Wow. Yeah, that's that's definitely dedication. Well, I mean, I feel like if you are bilingual, that's a little bit like. Well, they say it every time. So it's, it's please stand clear of the doors and I won't even, I'll let you do the Spanish. Oh, yes. Because you're, you're better in Spanish. Por favor. Oh, I don't know that one. Men, mantengase alejado de los puertas. I don't know that one though. So it's, it says please stand clear of the doors. So, I mean, I know. That, yeah, they definitely say, please stand clear of the doors. I will say, I don't know that I knew that one. I definitely didn't know it in Spanish. But I do have memorized that anytime you get off any of the Disney transportation, so like the bus system or the monorail, it always tells you, please take small children by the hand. And I do know it says that. And <laughs> because you always say it to me and then grab my hand. Yep. And, and anytime <laughs> I ride a subway anywhere or I'm on a bus anywhere, anytime I'm getting off, I'm always thinking, please take small children by the hand. So I don't know. I think I'm going to give myself half a point. 
for okay. that one. If you ask me how, what's the monorail thing in Spanish, I wouldn't know that. But I definitely know that you got to take small children by the hand. Okay. So what, You didn't know I did not the monorail know that. at all. So. Because that, yeah, the, the monorail is also. And now, and again. It's you, like a transportation thing. Yeah. And I'm not. You're not paying attention to I'm that. I'm not paying attention to that. I'm right. looking at everything. I can't, I can't take in more. And you don't like love the monorail like I do. No, I, I like every Again, time I go, I want to ride the monorail. I don't necessarily ha- like need it to go from one park to another. You just want to ride it for I, the sheer joy I of riding ride the, the monorail. Because I love riding the monorail. You but get I, to see a lot. That's how you see the one hidden Mickey. Yeah. See, you got to be. I'm starting to get concerned about how addicted to Disney you are. Well, no, yeah. because all I want to do is just ride the rides. I'm like so excited. You just want to eat the food. There's nothing well, on here hey, about. Listen, there's I nothing have, on here about that you've. You know, you've eaten at every uh, restaurant in Disney World because that you Disney, might have that. Listen, one. this this Disney food addiction though has not started. It did not start before we like it started since we went to Disney World. So that was only a Disneyland thing. Disney, I have Disneyland, not even had a yeah. chance to tap into just the the well, un- gotta go back to Epcot. unabated just potential that Disney World has for me as far as food. Okay, yeah, there's nothing on there for that. So, all right, so getting to number nine. Even though you go all the time, you still look like this when you enter the gates of Disney. And it is, um, I think this is from Monsters University. It's one. It's a <laughs> gif of one of the monsters at a party just dancing and, and smiling. I'd say from ear... kind of doing like the ride the yeah, pony arm. I'd say from ear to ear, but I don't think he has ears. He has five eyes, but I don't... <laughs> so he's smiling from eye to eye. Smiling from eye to eye, exactly. So I think this is both of us. Like you've, I mean, you've mentioned uh-huh. this a couple of times so far that Especially like on the like Magical the Express. Yeah, yeah. You just want to get to the parks. Yes. And and I'm like this as well. And it's interesting because every time I go to the parks, it's usually a while in between trips. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, ah, yeah, I, you know, the parks are fun. But when I get there, I get there or whatever. And then it never fails because this happened in Disneyland when we went a few months ago. I was like, okay, yeah, Disneyland's going to be fun. It's our first time. It'll be great. Yeah. But then the minute you get there... And you see the entrance to one of the parks. Or oh, as soon as yeah. we got through security, I like got chills when we were in Disneyland. And then when we were in Disney World, and it's the same thing. I get so excited. And I'm like, I can't wait to get in and go do everything. And then I forget. I was like, man, I forget how much I love this place and, You know, in between trips. I don't even remember. Did I? I don't know if I mentioned this before, but... The fir- I think it was the first day that we went to Disneyland too. There was that woman and and her like grandma and they had a little boy and he was blindfolded and they were walking him up to the park and it was that's his right. first you, time. Yeah, you asked, you kind of whispered, "Is this is does he know he's coming?" Yeah, I said, "Does he know?" And she's like, "No, it's his first time." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so excited!" And then I kept looking back to try to see if I could see them whenever they unmasked the little boy to see his excitement, but we we kind of got a little bit further ahead, so. Um, but yeah, like, I, I don't know. That just made, it makes me so happy going to the parks and I, you're right. Like between trips, I'm like, I don't know if I really need to go there or I need to go there again. There's so many other places we haven't been, but then when we get there, I get so excited. Like I can't wait to get on the rides. I can't wait. Like the, I love the atmosphere there. Yeah. Everything the magic about- takes over. Mm-hmm, it does. So, and then again, the food, I mean. Your your stomach just starts jumping for joy. It's like yes, <laughs> give me all the food that we have. So, but yeah. So I'm definitely like I said. It's it's a weird sensation 
Uh, and you would think, you know, even as an adult, it's like, okay, it's Disney World. But when you get there, it is, it is very strange how, how excited you get. I guess if only if you're a true Disney addict. All right, so the last one. So this is the last one on the list. This was the top 10 signs that you're Disney addict is you don't understand how someone cannot like Disney. Oh, that's definitely me all over. A hundred percent. It's really interesting whenever you're talking to an adult and whenever you're talking to adults and they're, they're like, oh, what's your favorite movie? And then like the top five, like four out of the top five you name are Disney movies. And some people just don't get that <laughs> at all. So I, uh, I, I do kind of agree with this. I, I don't know how somebody couldn't like going to the theme parks. I mean, I could see, okay, maybe you don't like every Disney movie or something like that, but Disney World, Disneyland, I think people that don't like it that are adults and I think it's a kid's park or people that haven't been there in a while mm-hmm. and don't realize, especially Disney World, there is so much to do that does not involve you know the need for children. So as you said, the yeah. food, there's great food options. There's great, downtown Disney has great entertainment and nightlife options. The rides are skewing they're starting they to skew a little bit more yeah, towards the adults. I think Universal has kind of pushed them in that direction because mm-hmm. Universal is basically for adults. Exactly. So I think it's pushed them in that direction. That being said, I always am a little surprised, though, whenever I meet other adults that are huge Disney fans because it's kind of, <laughs> it's strange. It's like you love Disney, but in the same respect, you don't want to necessarily tell other people you love Disney because you kind of wonder, are they going to think like, like you're weird. Yeah, I'm weird that like I love going to like you said I love going to Disney World as a vacation. It's like well, why aren't you going somewhere else? Like you don't have kids or anything like that. So it, it you know it is a it is a little strange sometimes when you're talking to other people. It's like oh yeah they you know we love Disney or, too or whatever. Or you talk to somebody else and you're shocked because they out Disney your Disney. Like my coworker the other day told me that she. Uh, I told her I love Captain Jack Sparrow, and she's like, "Oh, really? You like Pirates of the Caribbean?" And I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "I was like, why do you do you not like that movie or something?" She's like, "No, I went in full Captain Jack Sparrow dress. I was dressed as him oh, to, to go the see movies. the movies. To the movies. Yeah, because her mom know, is like really good at like. Oh, that's costumes. out Disney. That's just uh, she out Johnny Depp thing. I need to see pictures of of that because her costumes that she wears to work sometimes, like for Halloween, are incredible. Well, if you would have let me. Sp- uh, buy that, you know, authentic replica <laughs> Kylo Ren outfit that was only like a mere six thousand dollars. <laughs> was like nothing at all. I can't believe you said no to that. Uh, I would have dressed uh, like Kylo Ren to the Last Jedi. Uh, I mean, I would have dressed like him in life. So, I mean, I can see it again. I don't know why you thought that was too much this- money. And yeah. I think it's a completely necessary purchase. Well, whenever we're at the grocery store and I'm like, oh, I really would like some, like a, like a box or a, some, some LaCroix. And you're like, oh, no, you don't need that. But then you want to buy a $6,000 Kylo Ren. That, you know, I, think, you know, I think it's a solid investment though. I think it was, I think it would be a solid investment. You can only drink the LaCroix once. You can be Kylo Ren forever. But LaCroix, it makes you have like rainbows on your insides. <laughs> <laughs> not not a sponsor it's interesting when you meet people that like disney but yeah i would say that i'm probably more surprised if i would meet somebody that's like i hate the theme parks or and yeah. i think I, usually i ask them well have you been there lately like what well, don't I you like about there's, it because there's there, I, just people don't understand yeah, there's a weird stigmatism with adults where they think that disney's just for kids right and, uh, I, th- and I, I i think it's changing you know now that 
Pandora, they have Avatar there now. That's kind of more adult themed. I think people understand that. Once Star Wars opens, mm-hmm. you're going to have every adult, you know, anybody born in the 1960s or later <laughs> is going to want to go. So, I mean, you're going to have people, it's not going to matter what age you are, you're going to have people in their 40s and 50s, they're role playing as Jedi. Um, <laughs> You know, with forties and fifties, let's let's say like eighties. I, I bet there. I don't be know. Like, I mean, you may. Yeah, you're well, gonna have like. But what I'm saying Obi Wan Kenobi looking looking dudes over. Well, yeah, what I'm saying is you're gonna have, you're gonna have people of all ages. Play. You're gonna have you're gonna have young kids and teenagers there dressed like Jedi's. You're gonna have adults there without their kids because maybe they have kids, maybe they don't. If they have their kids, they're probably like if I had kids, I would probably be like, sorry, kids, you gotta stay with somebody else because I don't want you interfering with my, you know, Jedi experience here or Sith experience in my case. But that's going to be interesting whenever that finally opens and the hotel opens and we go, because I have a feeling you're going to want to go down the path of the Jedi and, and I will want to oppose the Jedi. Let's just say that. And so it'll be interesting that we will be on the dark side. We'll be, We'll we'll be we'll be kind of do, going through this together and um, but not together because guarantee yeah, we'll, we'll, that we'll our, be like our missions path. will take us to well yeah I kind of I wonder directions. what they're gonna do because I think the idea is you you kind of work as a family unit or as a team so I wonder what will happen if you have I mean that's it's just two so it's it's not that hard I mean we can kind of just do the same things together but let's say you have a family of four or five and you and, have and like one of them's a sociopath. you have like two kids that you know they like darth vader or they like kylo ren and the rest of the family you know is more oh we want to go to the light side i mean they're not going to split the family up i wonder how they'll handle that in the missions whenever it's like well you need to fight um you need to try to destroy the the death star here but the two kids are like no i want to help but you know i wonder wonder what what will happen i'm sure that will kind of be built in and i mean ultimately they have some saboteurs even if if you uh i think even if you you know sympathize with the dark side that you know ultimately like i said you know even if i like kylo ren or something if i have to fight darth vader it's still gonna be cool i'm still gonna want to do it and so i think no matter what they have you do no matter kind of who you like, even if it's a character, you're just going to love being able to interact with that character or just to be in that world. So, but I think it'll be interesting to kind of see how that works because the whole land is supposed to interact with you differently based on your choices. And we'll clearly be making different choices. So we'll, people will be quite confused. Yeah, they will be. So, yeah. All right. So what, so that was, that was a top 10, um, you know, definitely let us know, you know anybody listening kind of how many you had out of those 10 are you a full-blown disney addict or do you still have you know some ways to go do you have do the you, final tally do you maybe need to yeah i do do you know do you maybe need to kind of work on your disney so final tally, i had you at five i think is I, that what you had i think i had me at five too yeah so you're at 50 percent. i had me at seven and a half and so that might be a little bit generous. So let's just say seven. We'll round down to seven. Okay. So it's a little bit ahead of you. So I was at seventy percent. So that's it's a passing grade, um, but still room for improvement. You're at fifty percent. I guess we can keep you as a co-host. Wow, fifty um, percent is passing now. No, nah, I guess you know it's good enough. 
Um, I, I think because the one you, I will say the one with the being your own tour guide, you have me. So we'll, maybe we'll give you that one. That, well, that right. takes you up like to six. If, if I didn't have you around or somebody, I was married to somebody who's less responsible and together, I would have to be the one that's responsible. Right. And together. All right. So maybe, maybe we'll give you six. So I think, I, mean, I think overall it's, it's respectable. I mean, we're definitely not 10 for 10 here. And again, this is just one thing. I mean, you know, some of the stuff, you know, reading through this, that's not on here is, you know, pin trading. We're, we're yeah. big into pin trading. That's, that's not listed on here. You know, yeah. there's, there's so many different things. Yeah. I so, I mean, there, there's some other stuff think of. you could have had um, as well. You've done behind the scenes tours. Yeah. Again, knowing all the I food. Like the extras. Yeah. Knowing all the food. Things with movies. Hey, you go see every movie opening weekend. You know, that that's kind of some other ones. Yeah. Um, but this one's definitely park skewed. Yeah. It was more geared towards park. Yeah. So, if you have, you know, ones that weren't on this list that maybe are related to theme parks or related to movies or something like that. Kind of like we said, you know, you, you got to go see every movie opening weekend that you think, Hey, this is what makes me a Disney act. Or if you have a tattoo, we kind of mentioned that one. Let us know oh my as goodness, well. Please take a picture of your tattoo and post it on our Facebook or Instagram. Or right. Something yeah. Like so that. We're, we're at enchanted ears podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. So let us know there if you, yeah, if you are a Disney act, and you have a tattoo or you have other ideas for what, it means to be a Disney addict. I would Definitely love to have a Disney know. tattoo. That would be that would be pretty awesome. I'd be boss. Yeah. See, see, this is why we're keeping you on. So <laughs> no, but I thought I thought this was pretty interesting. So again, let us know if you have. We didn't have any you know listener questions. We didn't cover any this week. But if you do have a question, you can send it to us on Facebook. Like I said, we are at Enchanted Ears Podcast or through our website or. It's www.enchantedearspodcast.com slash podcast question. So if you have a question you want us to answer or you have a topic you would like us to cover, let us know. So I think it was a great episode this week. So I think (laughs) me saying we had another great episode was accurate. So I think I will continue to say that again next week. You know what, honey? You do you. uh, Until next week, thanks for listening. And and have have a magical magical day. day.